Welcome everyone to the Avet Kladaf Yomi Yishur. Today's Yishur is Daf Gimel. We will begin on Daf Gimel Amud Aleph at the words Mai Shna. Three four lines down on top of the page. Today's Daf is the last Daf of our sponsor, uh, anonymous sponsor for Fuash Lema for Yafa Bat Rachel. She should have a Fuash Lema bechol gideh bechol evareh. And Bezat Hashem Vezichut, for his family, they should have success in all of their business endeavors. Okay. We had mentioned that, of course, we know that there are four different types of mitzvot about Eliyahu Rega, when you go up on, for the three holidays. One is actually coming up as one mitzvah, and there's three korbanot. Ola, an Ola Liyah, Shalmeh Chagigah, and Shalmei Simcha. Koban Hagiah and Shalmei Simcha. We had said that a person who is a medaber ve'enoshomea, let's say he can hear but not talk, or talk and not hear, he's not, he's patur from Olat Re'iyah, and he's chayav in Simcha, Shalmei Simcha. He has to bring a shame for Simcha. Why? So says Gemara, Maishna, what's the difference? When it comes to showing up in the Beit HaMikdash, they don't have to come. How come they have to have When it comes to it's an interesting thing, by the way. You, you, when you think about it, if he's chayav and simcha, he's got to be there, right? He's got to be in the Beit Hamikdash. He's got to be bringing it to show, unless he could send it with somebody. Is what I mean? I'm saying this guy is patur from going aliyah regel, but yet he's chayav in the shlamim. Ultimately, it comes out that he's got to be in Yerushalayim anyway. He's not really getting out of the trip to Yerushalayim. You have a guy... Shalim is the Reiyah? Shalim is bringing Korban Shalim. Uh-huh. The Reiyah is showing up in the Beit Mikdash. Uh-huh. He's part two of him. What's the Simchat? Shalmei is a Shalamim that you have to bring for Simchat Yom Tov. Uh-huh. Okay, but if you have to bring Korban Shalim, how are you going to do it? Unless, unless you're sending it with somebody? But you have to I don't know how it's going to work. Okay. The way we're learning it is we're going to learn it from the mitzvah of hakel. Um, hakel, of course, we know is the mitzvah of every, once every seven years we have to gather everyone together in the Beit Hamikdash to hear uh, the Torah read by the king. Gemara, we learned it says hakel to amhanashim hanashim It says gather the nation, men, women, and children. When everyone comes to see, right? Now, by So therefore, since it's both connected, we'll tell you just like Hakel. Ah, Victor, welcome. Come, come join us. Just like Hakel, a person who can't hear is patur, so too, when it comes to Al-Yarega, uh, a person who can't hear is patur. Says the Gemara, Hataminal. And so, who told you that by Hakel, uh, uh, a person who can't hear is patur? Says the Gemara, Dechtiv, 
In order that they hear and in order that they learn. When it says, in order that the people, you have to gather there by Hakel, so they could, they could hear. Therefore, coming to include a guy who, who speaks, doesn't hear. In order that they learn, that's, that's excluding someone who could learn, and that's excluding a guy who, can't, who could hear, but he can't talk. Says, ah, if somebody cannot talk, uh, is not to come? Not, we're telling you that you're not have to come. Someone who can't talk and someone who can't hear. Both of them. We're talking about both guys. There's a he, no hear guy and a no talk guy. Okay? From the words that we do? So the, right now we're saying that we're going to change this soon. But right now we're saying from the, the Pasuk by Hakel, Hakel is a mitzvah to gather all the Jews together in the Beit HaMikdash once every seven years. And the Pasuk says you're going to gather there in order to hear and in order to learn. Now, so we're telling you, in order to hear, is teaching you that the no-hear guy doesn't have to come. If you're a no-hear guy, deaf, you can't order to come. And when it says in order to learn, we're learning from there that we're excluding a guy who can't talk because he can't learn. That's what we're saying right now. It says the Gemara, remember, do you mean to say, you mean to say that a guy who cannot hear, can't learn? Because you're learning from Lan Yilmadu, you're learning to exclude the, the no-talk guy because, because he can't learn? That's not true. I'll show you a story that guys who cannot talk can learn. They can't talk. Guys who can't talk. They can hear, but they can't talk. We learn that they can learn. I'll show you from the story. So therefore, you cannot. the point of the story is to tell you that you can't use the word Lan Yilmadu in order that they learn to exclude no talkers from the mitzvah of Hakel, because I'll show you that no talkers can learn. Why? Here's the story. The honey tray ulimi. There was these two mute people. The They were in the neighborhood of Rebbe. Ben Barte de Rebbe They were the 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 grandchildren of Rebbe Yochanan and Gudguda. others say Ben Achate. Others say they were the nephews of Rebbe Yochanan. Whenever a Rebbe would go into Beit Midrash, they would sit and they would go and sit in front of him. They would move their heads. They would move their lips. Rebbe prayed for them. And they got cured. So these guys were sitting there. They couldn't talk for years. And they're listening and moving their heads and moving their lips. But no, no one could understand them. And then Rebbe prayed for them to get cured, and we know what happened. But Ashkach, they found out that they did learn. Then Hilchata, they learned the Mishnayot, Vesifra, Vesifri, Vekula Shas, they learned the whole Shas. So you don't tell me that guys who are no talkers can't learn? I'll show you that they did. So how could you, how could you exclude no talkers from the, from the mitzvah of Hakel due to the fact that it says that you need to learn? Right? Laman Yilmidu, in order that they learn, what do you mean? They can learn. You with me? Says the Gemara, Don't read it with a, a lamed with a sheva under it. Yilmedu, which means learn. Yilamedu means teach. Ah, so if you read it like teaching, then you're right. People who can't talk cannot teach. Okay? What? Only use your demark only for teaching. Right. And that's that's why they're excluded. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says no. 
Vadai leman yilamaduhu. He says, for sure it means teaching. If you think it means learning, you think. No, and and since the guy can't hear, he cannot, he cannot learn. Sorry, since he can't talk, he can't learn for himself. What do you mean? Since he didn't hear, he can't learn. In other words, if a guy who can't hear, we know a guy who can't hear, definitely can't learn. And therefore, therefore, if it meant don't learn, we would already know that the no-hear guy is excluded from the word learn. Which means, it says don't hear, the Pasuk says, in order not to hear, in order not to learn. Anyone who can't hear or can't learn can't come. Doesn't have to come. So now, a guy who can't hear already can't learn. So I wouldn't need to mention don't hear because he can't learn either. So it's repetitive. And therefore, must be, must be, it's ilamidu. So it can't be learned, it has to be teach. Because if it's teach, then one, the, 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 the yishmu is going to be for one guy and the teach is going to be for the no talk guy. Now, also the word shama really means under, understand. We'll see what that means. That's what Tosot says. Because the word, the pasuk means understand. As you see from other pasukim, it says the uh, by, by Yosef. It says Yosef. They didn't understand that Yosef was understanding them. Okay. Anyway, let's go further. We don't want to get stuck on this. I'm a Rabbi Tanhum. Rabbi Tanhum says a new law. If a guy is deaf in only one ear, so the other ear he can hear, but, he can, but one ear he can't hear, he's patu from the first mitzvah of the four mitzvot, coming up to why Shneemar, as it says, by, by Hakel it says, that you have to read, the, the law of Hakel is that once every seven years we go into the Beit HaMikdash, and we read the whole Sefer Torah, and it says, Torah Zot, read this Torah, Neged ko Yisrael be'oznehem in their ears, plural, it comes to teach you that if a guy is deaf in one ear, he does not have to go. And therefore, once by Hakel, a deaf guy in one ear doesn't have to go. So we're telling you, since we have a Gzirah Sheva from Hakel to going to Yushalayim for, uh, for three times a year, and therefore, even when you go to Yushalayim three times a year, you don't have to go if you're deaf in one ear. I thought we use in their ears to teach you something else, to teach you that everyone has to hear it. Right? But Oznehem in their ears teaches you that everyone has to hear it. Mara says, no. He says, you want to use it for that? We know that everyone... The Mara says, no, we, ha-hu, this, that everyone has to hear it, we learn it from Neged Kol Yisrael. We can learn that from the fact that it says by Hakel that you have to do it opposite all the Jews. So if it's opposite all the Jews, obviously they have to hear it. Mara says, no. Imi Neged Kol Yisrael, Havamina, I would have thunk, Avagav Dolo Shami. Katavam Oznehem Behudu Shami. 
right? So Mara says, no, we actually do need it, because Neged Koisa means opposite all the Jews. It doesn't mean that everyone has to be in a position to be able to hear the king. Right? Why? Because it could be opposite you and you can't hear. It could be there's tons of people you can't hear. So must so so not necessarily Neged Koisa has to include that you have to hear. So therefore, if so, the word Be'oznehem in their ears is being used to teach you. No. Again, let me, let me I, I definitely, I, I, when you both said in both ears, I know I lost everybody, and I have to start again. Okay? Let's, I, I wasn't clear. I'm going to start again. Okay. We're trying to use Be'oznehem to teach you that you have to have two ears to go up. Okay. Challenge. Challenges. Be'oznehem is teaching you we thought Bozim was teaching you that everyone has to hear. That meaning that all the Jews over there have to be standing in a spot where they could hear. Not far enough that they can't hear. Right, let's say I can see the king a mile away, but I can't hear a word he's saying. That's no good. How do we know? Oznehem, in their ears. So if in their ears is using for where they have to stand, then you can't use it to teach you that you need two ears. It's being used where you have to stand. My answer is no. I learn where you have to stand because it says neged ko Yisrael, opposite all the Jews. Opposite all the Jews means that they have to be able to hear. Or it says not necessarily because maybe opposite all the Jews could tell you, I could see you, but not necessarily do you hear. And therefore I need Be'oz name in their ears to teach you that. And if, if their ears are teaching you that, then how do I know I need that, that everyone who has to go has to, have, has to he- be able to hear in both ears? Right, so we're still back in question. Who told you that you need two ears in order to be chayav to go up? I'm using the, in their ears to teach you where you have to stand, that you have to stand in an audible area. You following or no? Yes. She says, my answer is no. He says, no. That pasuk, we're learning from the man yishme'u. The pasuk before says, in order that they hear. We're not learning that, that they have to hear. For, in other words, there's two, there's two things we need to learn. One is, don't confuse them, one is that everyone who goes up needs to have two working ears. Second thing we're trying to learn is that everyone who's there must stand in a place where you could hear. Okay? Two different things we need to learn. What I was saying. Now, we thought that we're learning both from the same pasuk in their ears. And if so, how can you learn two things from one pasuk in their ears? The answer is, well, no. In their ears teaches you you need two working ears. In order that they hear, Laman Yishmeu is teaching you where you have to stand. And then everything's cool. Okay? Okay, we got that. Good. New, new piece. Amar Tanhum. Chiger Beraglo Achat Patum Aliyah. If a guy can't walk with one of his feet, he's Patur from going to Aliyah. Shnei Amar, as it says, Regalim, three legs. It could have said three holidays. It says Shalosh Regalim, three legs. Teaching you that you have to go with your feet. And if you can't walk with your both of your feet, because one of your feet doesn't work, then you're patur from going to the Bet Bakabin. I thought we leave the Pasuk of Regalim, feet, to teach you that a guy whose foot is chopped off doesn't have to go. How are you using it to teach you that a guy who can't walk doesn't have to go? I use it for a guy with a foot chopped off. Mar says, no. Hahu me. We learn because the different pasuk says three pa'amim times, and the word pa'amim three times. The word pa'am could also mean the bottom of your foot, and we're going to bring you two proofs that the word pa'amim 
is bottom of your foot. So therefore, we're using wriggling legs to teach you that both legs have to work. Pe'amim, times, which has a dual meaning of bottom of your feet. Pa'ameh is going to teach us that you have to have, you can't have chopped off feet. Okay? Good. Now, Titania, how do we know the word pa'amim, times, could also mean the bottom of your feet? And that it's excluding the people with chopped off feet? Says the Gemara, pa'amim, Whenever it says the word pamim, it means feet. Omer says, That the Jews were standing with their feet, and it's referring to uh, the, the feet of the poor people. Okay? Omer, another person says, How beautiful are your souls, in their shoes, but Nadiv, daughter of a nobleman. So again, we see the word pamim, which which shalosh pamim means times, also has another meaning of feet, and therefore over here the word shalosh pamim is coming to teach you that you have to have feet, and therefore the galim is available to be able to teach us that you have to be able to walk with your feet. Okay. Now, once we mention this pasuk in Shira Shirim, which says, "Mayafu how beautiful are your feet in in shoes, O uh, daughter of a nadiv, daughter of a prince." Now. This pasuk is referring to how Hashem is praising Kali Yisrael. Shirashim is generally Hashem praising Kali Yisrael and Kali Yisrael praising Hashem. This pasuk is referring to Hashem praising Kali Yisrael for doing the mitzvah of going up with their shoes to Ali Al Rega. Okay. What's the How beautiful are the feet of the Jews as they're using their feet to go do my mitzvah to go Ali Al but Nadiv, why we call the daughter of the prince, Bitoshil Abraham Abinu, we're like the daughters, meaning the men who go up are like the daughters of Abraham Abinu, Shinekran Nadiv, who's called the prince, Shinekran, as it says in Tehilim, Nidive Am, Nesu Am Elohe Abraham. The princes of the, of the nations gathered, the nation of the God of Abraham. Okay? And therefore, we're telling you, that the that the gerim who came are called the 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 Abraham. Tzimar says Abraham loyal hey Yitzchak Yaakov. They didn't gather to the God of Abraham of Yitzchak Yaakov only Abraham. El Abraham shayat tichilal the gerim. Abraham Avinu was the first convert, and therefore Abraham is the nadiv, and that's why the Jews are called Bat Nadiv. It says that they threw him into the pit. And the pit was empty. If it says the boy is empty, obviously it has no water in it. Right? Empty things have no water in it. We're coming to tell you it was empty of water. But it did have snakes and scorpions. Torah didn't want to tell you about that the, the brothers threw him into a bit with snakes and scorpions. So the Torah just told you, it's empty without water. And you're supposed to figure out from there, empty without water. What are you talking extra words without water for? To teach you that there was something else there, and there was something else that was not so good in there. It was snakes. Okay. Tanurama uh, Milarts. Maasebi Yochanan and Bruka, the story of Yochanan and Bruka. Hasma. They went to go see Yobishua and Pekain. Okay? We know that 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 you, when you when you you have to go see a rabbi on the holiday, they want to go see the rabbi. 
Amalim, so Bishu, when they got this, he's rabbi, the rabbi told them, What was the chidush in the Bebezash today? What did you learn in the Bebezash? Amalim, they told him, We're your students. We drink your water. We want to hear your Torah. We didn't come here to tell you our Torah. We came here to hear your Torah. There's no such thing. They must have learned something. Tell me what it is. So he told them, Shabbat Shalmihaya. Whose Shabbat was it? Which means, who was the Nasi the Shabbat? There's a switch off. For, for a while, there was a switch off Nasi who was in charge of Bit Mazash. We learned about it before how they put in Rabbi Elazar Azariah or Bangamiah. It was the one out of four. It was the Shabbat of Rabbi Azar ben Azariah. What were they talking about? I'm a little bit learning about Hakel, gathering all the Jews together once every seven years. What did he say? He says, Hakel to Amah, Nashima, Nashima Taf. He says, Gather the men, the, the nation, the men, the women, and the children. So he asked, The reason why Hashem makes the men come, little more, that's to learn. And the women come, to hear, meaning, They don't have to learn Torah, but they're coming to learn about mitzvot. So that's called the Shmoa. Okay? That's what Tosot says. Taf, but the, the, the children, Lama Ba'im, what do they bring them for? To bring reward to those who bring him. So the reason why Hashem told you to bring the kids is in order that the people who come get rewarded for coming. Okay? You had this beautiful diamond by you, and you wanted to make me lose this diamond. You didn't want to tell me this. This is gorgeous, right? Now, why was it so gorgeous? So the Gemara says that when the Yeshua was a kid, there's a different Gemara that says that his mother would bring his cradle to the Bet Midrash, right? So you're gonna tell you had this thing about mothers bringing kids in to, to get reward for them, and you didn't tell it to me. You were going to just listen to me? You didn't want to tell me about this? Okay. That's Meshach Chochma, by the way. Meshach Chochma is uh, Or Sameach. Mea Simcha. Beautiful plant. Okay. Hashem It says, Hashem, you told him today. Hashem Hayom. I'm going to go you made me, uh, you praised me, you made me unique in the world. I'll make you the Jews unique in the world, that there won't be another nation like the Jews. You made me one in the world. We say Yisrael, which makes Hashem unique. I'll make you unique in the world. It says, Who is like you, one nation in the world. Vavu, Rabbi Elazar also patach with us. He also says another pasuk. Pasuk says the very hachamim, the words of the rabbis, kidebanot ukemismanot, are like uh, prodders and nails. A prodder is a thing that you poke animals with, with to keep them on the right path, so they plow straight. Is that what they call them? They call them prodders. Did I get that word right? Yes. Wow, I made it up. Okay. And mismanot on nails. And they string, and they go, and I yeah. follow it, them. Where does they it really go. call it a prodder? Oh, you, 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 I'm no. assuming that the, I made up that English word. Oh, what does it use over there? Hold on. I'll tell you right now. 
Goads. Oh, goads. G-O-A-D. Goads. Goads. To goad also to push them. I like my word better. Okay? So write, it, write a letter to Otsu. I'll tell him every Haber called it a prodder. Okay? It are like prodders and nails. Nituim. Nails that are, that are planted. Ba'ale asufot natu meroyechad. Okay. So, why is the, the words of the Torah compared to a prodder? Just like the prodder pushes the, the bull to its row, so it stays in the row and it plants properly, which brings out life-giving food to the world, so to the words of the Torah, with the words of the Torah, prod those who learn it for, away from the death, towards life. Right? The Torah also is the same thing. Right? You might think just like you can move around a prodder and take it wherever you want to take it, so to the words of the Torah, you can move them, do whatever you want with them. No. That's what it teaches you. Like nails. Because nails, you can't move. And that's what we told we compare it to a prodder and nails. On the one hand, it, it's a prodder because it gets all the right things. On the other, it's like a nail because you can't move it around. You can't do what you want with the Torah. But if you compare it to a nail, you might say, a nail, when you bang it in, it takes a piece out of the wood. Right? So you might think also the Torah takes a piece out. Well, you, you lose something when you learn Torah. That's why it says planted. Just like a plant, it, 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 it grows. So too, the Torah makes you grow. Okay? We said, Right? Those, the the means those, the gatherers. These are the, these are the rabbis who <coughs> sit together in gatherings. Some of them say it's Tameh. Some of them say no, it's Taor. Some say it's Asur. These guys say it's Mutar. These guys say it's Pasul. Maybe a person will say, How am I learning Torah? Some rabbis say yes, some rabbis say no. They're all given from the same shepherd. One, one God gave all of them. And, one, and Moshe Rabbeinu said all of them. Hashem said all these things. So all the machlokets are coming from Akadosh Baruch Hu also. You should make your ears like a pitcher. What's the What does it say for a pitcher? What kind of pitcher does it say over there? I lost you again. Yeah. Um. A certain type of pitcher with a wide top and a and a narrow bottom. Okay. A large funnel which grain is channeled in the grinding. No. Oh, there we go. Yeah, a funnel, like a funnel. Mill hopper. A oh, mill hopper. There we go. That's what it is. It's hard for me to find the word because it's so different from what you... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your ear is like a milhop. Okay. 
Get yourself a heart, buy yourself a heart that understands. To understand the words of the guys who say Tamir, the guys say Tahor. And therefore, if you learn, you understand both of them, then you'll know which one you want to pick. The Moral says, Rabbi Yeshua told them that there's no, our generation is not an orphan because we have a great rabbi like Rabbi Zabran Azariah. Okay? But then Rabbi Yeshua says, why didn't he tell them straight? In other words, when they came to him and they asked him what was going on in the Beit Midrash, why didn't he say straight what was going on? Because of the story that happened. Okay? And this is the story that happened years ago, years ago with Rabbi Yeshua. Okay? The time you learned. Ma'asir was a story. Rabbi Yossi ben Durmaskit. Went, went to go see Rabbi Ezeb Lud. They asked him, what's going on in the Beit Midrash? They figured out, they counted rabbis, they made a vote, and they figured out Amon Umu'av, that the nations of Amon Umu'av, people who live in that, in, in that area, Ma'asir Ma'asir Ani, so this is not part of Eretz style. You have to do Ma'asir Ani in the seventh year and not Ma'asir Shani, which means that they're in this they're in this area that's not really part of Israel. Okay, so there's no Shemitah there. But it's still Chayav and Ma'asir. Okay? Midir the rabbi said that the lands around Eretz Yisrael are Chayav and Ma'asir. But they're not Chayav and Shemitah. The rabbi didn't make them Chayav and Shemitah. So the question is, if they're Chayav and Ma'asir, there's Tirumah Gidolah, we know everyone has to have. And Maaser is shown always. But Maaser Sheni, they switch off some years Maaser Sheni, some years Maaser Ani. So the question is normally we know that the cycle. The cycle is two years Maaser Sheni, one year Maaser Ani. So year one and two Maaser Sheni, year three Maaser Ani, year four and five Maaser Sheni, year six Maaser Ani. But what about year seven? Normally in Israel there isn't any year seven because you have Shemitah. Mm-hmm. But in this lands of Amon Moab, what do you do in the seventh year? If you're giving ma, you're allowed. You don't have to do shemitah, so you're allowed to plant. And when you plant, do you do maser ani or maser shini? So Gemara says we learned that Amon Moab maser maser ani do ani. They do two years of maser ani. Okay. Amalo so the business said to Yosi, Yosi pshut yovi kabel anecha. Okay. So now when Rebbe heard this halakha, 
he was upset. Because he, 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 he said, you're making this like some, some kind of chidush? That's not a chidush. That's something we already know for years. Amalo, so he told him, you'll see, pshot yodecha, stick out your hand, v'kabel enecha. Stick out your hand and accept blindness. Pashat yada v'kibel enav. He did it. Ba'achal v'lezev mar, sod Hashem l'ilav, but he told him, hodiyam. Which means that these rabbis uh, were able to figure out if, if so, that's why the rabbi didn't want didn't want to tell him what the chiddush was that day. Amalos, so he told him lech lamalahem al techushulim Go tell them. Don't be worried. I learned from Rebbe Zakai. Shemarabo, who heard from his Rebbe, and he heard Rebbe heard from his Rebbe. What's the reason why they have to There were many cities that the people came up from Babel. And when they came up from Babel, they didn't do it. The first, when they first came into Israel, they captured them. The second time, they didn't capture them. Then she controlled the Shunah, controlled the Shunah, controlled the Shunah. Because the original Kedusha is only then and not forever. And we left them there, and we didn't holify them in order that the Anim will have what to eat on Shemitah. And this way you could have Maser Ani. So that's the reason why there's Maser Ani and not Maser Shini, because the rabbis deliberately left these lands not holy, so they don't get Shemitah. Rules and they do have the Maserani rules. What? Well, I think the question makes some wine there. Oh, Tana, we learned in the Brighta. He said, He prayed that he should be able to see again, and he was able to see. So it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as it sounded. But it was a pretty rough thing, and he just said something that was, according to Rashi, the only thing he did wrong. Was that he made it like this was a chidush what they said in the Bet Midrash when really it wasn't such a chidush, but uh, you know it doesn't sound so bad even. Okay. Tanur Rabbanan, we learn to the Brayta. Ezuhu shoteh. What's called a shoteh? Right. Hayotzei yichidi balal. You're a fool if you go out alone at night. If you sleep in a graveyard, if you rip your clothes. So. We said that a shoteh doesn't have to go to the Beit Hamikdash. If you're a fool, you don't go to the Beit What what's the definition of fool? Of a fool, so a guy who walks around alone at night, right? What? I mean, you go alone in a place that there's no people there, or you sleep in a in a cemetery, or you rip your clothes. Okay. Itmar, we learned who knows, man. Adshu kulan be Do all them all together. If you do it in a crazy way, which means there's no reason why you're doing these things, then even one is enough. If you're not doing like that, that like a fool, if you do all of them, it should be fine. You're doing it like a, you're doing it as a fool. 
ואף בית נקודות אימון, כדי שתשנה עליו לוח טומאה והוא תכבד. Right? Okay. Okay. Okay.